All right, hey, welcome everybody to another episode of Real Truth, Real Quick Live. My name is Graham Shelby, and I'm here with our consistent co-host, Emma Daughter. How's it going? And our consistent guest, Todd Wagner. Hey, hey, hey. Glad to be here. Hey, I'm glad this is my first time. Yeah, Graham, awesome. you're here. Welcome. You and Coop have switched spots. He's in the role over there today, kind of taking live text questions in, and you're sitting where he is today. I love it. That's right. So I got to put on a show, and I got to have a good opener, which I think I do. Real Truth, Real Quick Live, just as you already know this, we answer questions about life, leadership in the world around us. And if you have been living in the world around us this last week, you know something about America, and that is that we love tigers. I mean, we love tigers. We it's a, it's, We're obsessed. And I know Todd alluded it to yesterday with the meme, um, but, but if you have not been living, if you've been living under a rock, that the number one show that is being streamed right now that I don't think we recommend is called Tiger King. I know we don't recommend I it. I know we don't for recommend sure, that. For sure not. Absolutely. So to save you from going and watching that, uh, just synopsis, the guy named Joe Exotic. I think it's too late for about 200 million Americans. That's true. That's true. Tiger owner of a couple hundred tigers, it does not end well. And so you probably already knew that. But something you might not have known is that this guy over here, Todd Wagner, <laughs> was probably the OG uh, Joe Exotic. And we have proof to I show you. I tigers when tigers weren't cool. That's right. He liked it's them when they trend, weren't cool. a trendsetter, really. That's right. And we got proof. So watch this. Let me show you something here. What I've got is a little sweet four-week-old... Yes. This is a white Siberian tiger. And uh, Calypso is four weeks old. And, uh, and you guys are suckers. Calypso. There where he did is. you get that? <laughs> I got that from Joe Exotic. That's where I Who got that. Who knew? <laughs> she got Who it there. Knew? In 2009, I was a little younger then, wasn't I? Wow. And so was a Calypso. Bit. A little bit. Calypso is now a, about a 600-pound uh, white Siberian tiger living in Orlando. So, at Disney World? No, quite so. I don't think he's you, at Disney you still, World. You still keep up with Calypso? <laughs> no, Calypso and I are no longer corresponding. No, no, no correspondence oh, bummer, there. Bummer. <laughs> hey, if you're watching at home, you can text in your questions. The number's at the bottom of the screen. Kicking us off, first question we got yesterday, is binging unbiblical even if it's quote-unquote good content? Yeah, that's the first question. That's what we're going to go with. Yeah, it's binging unbiblical. Oh, man, is binging unbiblical? Well, um, you know, there's, there's a couple of statements I will give you. And first of all... Um, you know, I, I want to make sure we drive to real truth, which is going to be God's word. Mm -hmm. But I think we even said in another episode last week that uh, moderation and everything, including moderation, in other words, yes. you know, you don't want to just be legalistic about the fact that you're moderating everything. Right. But let me just give you what God's word says. There's certain verses we quote all the time, it seems like, whenever we're answering a question, mm -hmm. just because it's always true. And so the idea um, first of all, you should let the word of God richly dwell within you. That's Colossians 3.16. Okay, so you can't binge too much on what you um, are, are focused on. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on the earth. That's Colossians 3.2. Fix your eyes on Jesus. That's Hebrews 12. So uh, you shouldn't just binge on Jesus, binge on the Bible. Um, you know, yield at all times to the Spirit. Be filled continually with the Spirit, Ephesians 5.18. You, you shouldn't binge on it. You should abide, which means to dwell, remain constantly. Mm -hmm. Have your eyes fixed on the things that I said. So anything that pulls you to the left or right off of that, and guess what? It's earth. You're human. It's going to happen. So don't mm -hmm. beat yourself up too much when you, for a second, lose your 
steadfast focus on your Savior. But um, I would say, yeah, we, we, you know, one of the things that I tell folks all the time, and it comes out of um, Matthew 6, 33, I, I say, I tell them all the time, I, I've only started to say it this way in the last 10 days because somebody asked me a similar question, which is Bible first and Bible most mm -hmm. in terms of, of how you start your day, right? So seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But even when you go to the Bible first, one of the dangers is that people think, oh, I'm having my quiet time now. This is the time I'm having spiritual thoughts. Well, listen, the reason we go to our Bible first, the reason we eat bread in the morning is to strengthen us throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And just like your physical body continues to feast upon the, the breakfast meal, which anybody who's a nutritionist will tell you the most important meal of your day is breakfast. breakfast. It's breakfast, right? That's right? And so, you know, you've got to have that fuel. And so um, I, I like um, the, the underground church in China used to say, uh, no Bible, no breakfast. Mm -hmm. and that was a little phrase. So that, that you know, just popped into my head. So that Bible first, Bible most even is kind of an idea that they had there. But even when you go and leave your Bible and leave your quiet time, so to speak, you don't want to leave Jesus, right? You don't want to go, okay, I have thought about God and now I'm going to walk in the way of the wicked. I'm going to stand on the path of the sinner, mm -hmm. or I'm going to sit in the seat of the scoffer. No, but your delight should be in the law of the Lord, and on that law, you meditate day and night. You should binge day and night. Okay, mm, so in a sense, um, you know, I, again, it's earth. We're human. That doesn't mean it's wrong to take in a ball game, all right, or to read a novel. Mm -hmm. But when you read a novel, what you don't want to do is be reading a novel or binge watching a show which is cultivating in your heart a love for things that are in contrast to or in competition with what God says that you should focus yeah, on. I think like C.S. Lewis says we're far too easily pleased. And yes. I think in this day and age, we're far too easily entertained by that which put Jesus on the cross. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm watching content that's glorifying sin, it's not making me love God more. Yeah. It's pulling my heart from him. Here's a random question, or, or kind of on, on the tributary of this, though. Is it possible, I know you've mentioned this before, to be so heavenly-minded, all the verses that you reference of saying, hey, I'm meditating on God's word mm -hmm. day and night, filling my mind with these things, so heavenly-minded that you are of no earthly good. Is there, is there a way to which even if you are binging Bible and meditating mm -hmm. day and night, that that would prohibit you from being effective as being a faithful follower of Christ. Well, listen, if we're supposed to take every thought, and again, let's just always try and answer our questions as much as we're able. We want to answer questions with Scripture, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we're supposed to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, then the answer is no. It, it's it's that, that little pithy phrase that, um, you know, that we, should, uh, we shouldn't be so heavenly minded with no earthly good, right. uh, it kind of rolls off the tongue. It's just unbiblical. Yeah. Hmm. You can't be too heavenly minded. So let me ask you a question. Was Jesus too heavenly minded that he was no earthly good? I think not. I think not. Yeah. And therefore, chances are, the more heavenly minded you are, the more earthly goods you are. Now listen, the reason that phrase kind of caught on is because there are some people that aren't like Jesus. They're, they are um, what I would say is pseudo-spiritual. And they are trying to put on an apparent spirituality that isn't the kind of spirituality that took on flesh. And mm -hmm. that, you know, Jesus was human. And yeah. so he didn't act like he didn't have emotions. He wept. Jesus didn't act like he wasn't uh, deeply distressed to the point of death. He, when he was deeply distressed to the point of death, asked for others to be watchful and pray. Mm -hmm. So you can think that um, a certain kind of living is so heavenly minded that you are no earthly good because you're not really truly being heavenly minded. Yeah. But the mm -hmm. idea in of itself 
is um, unbiblical. Jesus was appropriately heavenly minded and he was the visible image of the invisible God and we beheld his glory full of grace and truth. So extend each other a little grace, yeah. right? Don't be overly legalistic in, in terms of the way that you um, have to have every little single bit of speech, but the scriptures are right. Let there be no coarse jesting. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, is that probably, and, and Emma, I really like, you know, we kind of blew off that little statement you made. It was excellent. What you just said about, you know, the, the C.S. Lewis idea, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and, um, I, I think. Thank you. Um, well, you're welcome because it's a it's <laughs> a great credit. statement, you know. And I, I just I, I love. I'm trying to look. I've got a, a quote um, that I remember that I think you know Spurgeon said. Because sometimes when you hear people say things really really well, um, you're just kind of like, man, that's really a helpful idea. Yeah. Um, you sure. know. Well, you look for that. Yeah. I. I'm reminded of Romans 12, 1 and 2, which mm. says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of mm. God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And this book is the revealed will of God. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in his word, it's so much easier for me to measure, is this something that glorifies God or not? Mm. Yeah, it's absolutely the right way to look at it. So we, we again, Philippians 4.8 is a verse that we talk a lot about, um, you know, in, in terms of, of how we ingest things. So the scripture tells us, right, whatever is true and honorable mm -hmm. and pure and right and lovely, actually it's lovely and then right, whatever is of good repute, if anything is of any excellence or worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. Yeah. And, and so I, I want to remind people that ultimately what Philippians 4.8 is talking about is the character and nature of God. Mm -hmm. It's not like there are things that are good and things that aren't. There's God and there's nothing that is as good as God. Yeah. That's and right. so that's what you want to make sure that you're focusing on. And this is going to actually transition to another question I think that you guys have given me because we're talking about and answering the question, is it wrong to binge watch? Yeah. It's not wrong to be human. It's not wrong to let your, your, yourself have a little bit of laughter. You just want to make sure that the little bit of laughter that you're giving yourself to isn't going to um, seduce you and isn't going to draw you away from the God that you're always wanting more of. So it's not like if you're not meditating on scripture or reading scripture or journaling about scripture, um, you're in sin. Mm -hmm. But I would tell you when what you are doing is increasing your appetite for or attraction to the things of this world, right? Things that would inc invite you to give more consideration to the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, or the boastful pride of life. Watch yourself, yeah, because that's, that's not going to go well with you. Yeah, and, yeah. We, and we know one of those things that does lead to that, which is prevalent in our society, is pornography, mm. which leads to our second question, and it's this, that pornography is more available, and I would just add more free. If you've mm -hmm. uh, read articles about how certain websites are trying to make uh, and give more deals for more users to come, more uh, available than ever, and so how do I resist that temptation? Going from good content to binge, obviously to bad content that we all know is not worth binging. How do we resist that temptation? Well, you know, first of all, don't try and do it alone. You know, mm -hmm. uh, we should go back and talk a little bit about that clip that we had at the very beginning of me and Calypso. I, I used Calypso, uh, who was a white Siberian tiger, in a series that I was teaching called The Way of Escape. And so um, that series came from 1 Corinthians 10, 13. So we talk all about temptation, the attacks of the devil, and how we make war against the devil. It was from 2009? Yep. Hard to believe. Way of escape. But, you know, the scripture says, no temptation has overtaken you, but such as is 
common mm-hmm. to man. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I know some people here are enslaved by pornography. It, it might not just be pornography. It could be whatever it is, whatever yeah. form of addiction. Yeah. Whatever the thing is that attracts you and pulls you away from the Father. It just says, it's, every temptation is common to man, mm-hmm. okay? And then it says, and God is faithful. And with that temptation, he's not going to allow you to be tempted beyond, the, uh, beyond that which you are able, okay? Mm-hmm. And so it says, but God will provide. And here's where the, the title for the verse came from, the way of escape, escape also, mm-hmm. so that you might be able to endure, endure it. it, okay? And so... What is the way of escape? Uh, and so uh, it, it, I want to make sure we answer the question that our friends are asking specifically. But that series that we did, The Way of Escape. So there's a whole, uh, I think it's a four-week series on, on sin and temptation yep. and on specifically spiritual warfare. Hmm. Okay, so there's one on there about, um, about whether or not we cast out demons and possession and all of that. Yeah. So that's 2009. Go to watermark.org and the series is The Way of Escape. Escape. You can get you about four hours of teaching on that topic. <laughs> Go binge that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right. I would just also add, you know, uh, The Way of Escape, just to clarify that and, and to further expound on that, uh, it would be in Galatians 5, right? Walking by the Spirit. And therefore, if you do that, you will not gratify the mm. desires of your flesh. It's not just playing defense, but it's playing offense. It's growing your affections for Christ. Yeah. I'm reminded of Psalm 119.9. How can a young man keep his way pure or young woman by guarding it according to your word? And then I think uh, verse 11, I've stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Yeah. So people, I think, that are watching this, maybe they don't know, that Real Truth Real Quick has been around for uh, several years, three or yeah. four years now. At least several. 200 episodes plus yeah. that are out there. We used to do it in a different format. We're going to keep this format even when we stop going live every day at noon. I think this is the way we're going to do it in the future, make it more conversational, then we'll cut up little answers into smaller bite-sized pieces. But there are several Real Truth Real Quicks that we did on the topic of pornography that I want to, I think it's a good time to, mm-hmm. to direct people back to. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm just going to lay them out for you. One of them is, what do I do if I'm addicted to pornography? Pornography. Yeah. What's wrong with pornography? Um, uh, if it's if it's a, a, a situation that doesn't hurt other people, which is a, a thing you hear all the time, pornography is the kind of uh, sin and you know masturbation. What about masturbation? Mm-hmm. Scripture, there's one. But some people said pornography doesn't hurt anybody. It's just me mm-hmm. and the screen, which is about as naive Not as it true. gets. A, it hurts you, and B, the people that are making it, yep. you know, mm-hmm. um, are are suffering a, a whole ton. But if you just go to realtruthrealquick.com. And, or to YouTube, our YouTube uh, channel on Real Truth Real yeah. Quick Live. I'd encourage you to go there and hit the subscribe button so you always get updates when we go there. But um, there's a number of episodes on pornography, and I answer extensively there what to do if you think you're addicted to pornography. And so I'll, I'll just give you a little clip right yeah. here. Give us a preview. Okay. The preview is we use a little phrase. I think we used here one time maybe um, – uh, my buddy JP might have even used CPR. I, I would say CPPR. And so mm. go listen to the full episode, but the, the C is confess. Mm-hmm. First of all, you want to let other people know, hey, this thing is messing with me. Yeah. It's why I use Calypso, because everybody thinks there's a, a um, that tiger cubs are cute, because guess what? They are really cute. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The problem with tiger cubs. They grow up to be tigers. They grow up to be tigers. Mm. It's exactly, uh, you know, I think what in when you watch... Um, Rudyard Kipling's Jungle Book, right? That uh, what was the tiger's name? Shaka Khan. There you go. And yeah. what he said um, about Mowgli and why uh, Baloo was not supposed to continue to hang around with him. He said, "Hey, the problem with man cubs is they grew up to be men, hmm. and men destroy our habitat and our jungles, and they hunt us. Yeah. So I know he's a cute Mowgli, 
but he's, he's going to come after up. us one day. He grows up against us. And so, you know, that little mindset is exactly true. When you first start playing with things, you can kind of control it. And I could control an eight-week-old Calypso. Mm -hmm. But you give that thing about 12 more weeks, and it was going to chew me up. I actually give an illustration in that message about what um, happens to people every time they keep an exotic animal. Yeah. And every time you keep something that God doesn't intend for you to be in fellowship with in your life, it is going to get you. Yeah. So you confess to other people this. And this is why you got to have other, you know, hey, this is my little cub. I like it. I'm playing with it. And God says it's not wise, but I love it. It's mine. It's given me, uh, I get some attention because I'm playing with it. And other people, you know, um, don't think it's a big deal right now, but I know it's going to be. And because it's my little Calypso, right? I don't want to put it down. Somebody else has got to come up and go, I don't care if it's your tiger cub or not. It's going to kill all of us if we don't kill it. And we're yeah. going to start to deal with it. So confess, right? Uh, secondly, uh, you want to be a person that is praying, right? And so talk to God. And, and, and we don't just, um, when we pray, pray is not just us offering to God our thoughts. Prayer biblically, okay, is us listening to what God has to say. If prayer is our communication with God, we would do well to listen to him more than us talk to mm -hmm. him. That's why I would almost say CPPR. Because mm -hmm. 2 Timothy 2.22 says this, not just flee immorality, right? Pursue. Not just stop, right? But it says pursue mm -hmm. righteousness, faith, love, and peace yeah. with those who call on God from a pure heart. So this is what you do if you're um, addicted to almost anything. You confess, I, I think this thing's got me, or if it doesn't yet, I know it's going to because uh, alcohol and uh, obsession with body image or love of money mm -hmm. or pornography or inappropriate relationships with the opposite sex or the same sex always gets people, mm -hmm. okay? Anything that takes me off um, my focus on God has always been a problem. So confess, that's attractive to me. This is my flesh's area of weakness. I have guys, I tell them all the time, hey, listen, I am not as offended as I should be with these ideas or with these um, practices or with these images. And I want you mm -hmm. to help me yeah. to, to, to treat it like a snake that goes, ugh. You know, let me get away from it. I don't want to play with it. I want to avoid it. And so I confess it. I, um, I pray. I say, God, I want your mind to fill mine, not my way. And then, then I want to pursue. That's that CPP, okay? That's yeah. the one I put in there, that, that pray and pursue. It's good. And then the R is remove, hmm. okay? So um, if, if there's any source of temptation in your life, we tell people all the time at our ministry called, you know, regeneration, mm -hmm. that if you're going to really make war against this sin, you've got to change your playmates and your playgrounds. Anybody who's ever had any kind of addiction, they know that the key to overcoming this particular addiction is I've got to get around different playmates, not folks who, who like what I like, yeah. and a different playground where, where these aren't, this isn't the apparatus that uh, is always available for me. So you sure. got to remove it from yourself. Mm -hmm. Specifically, if we're talking about pornography, you got to ask yourself, okay, well, where, where are you watching that? And, and most people consume pornography where? Alone. And alone. At well, night, by themselves. You know, that raises a and question. But, but where, right? We're not going oh. to the store anymore and buying magazines. No. Where? Oh. At home, on their computer, yeah. their phone. On screens, screens right yeah. here, on phones, on, on laptops, yeah. and on iPads, and this bad boy, yep. right? Mm -hmm. When you got this thing, you're walking around with um, one of the most, well, the most prolific pornography, uh, distrib distributor pornography in history. Yes. Mm. Okay? And so if you're consistently struggling with that, you got to say, I've got to remove it. I mean, yeah. I'm, if I'm a drunk, I'm not going to carry a flask around in my pocket. Yeah. yeah. And that's what this thing is. Yeah. So do you hate it enough 
Um, to get a flip phone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to, to just go, hey, I'm going to remove that from yeah. my life. And if you go, nah, it's not that big a deal, it's going to be. Yeah. And, yeah. and the more you give yourself over to it, the more you're going to struggle with it. Well, let's think about things that are in people's minds, not that big of a deal, because I think most of our viewers would say, hey, pornography, that's a big deal. You're playing with fire. You're playing with a fully grown tiger that's mm -hmm. going to eat you. But let's say that it's content that, okay, it's not pornographic, but it might not be beneficial. How, as a believer, do I draw the line to know, hey, this is not good binge-worthy content, or, or I need to stop? Or this is dangerous for or, me. Or this is dangerous, yeah. Yeah. So, the, so, I mean, let me ask you guys this. When you look at your own life, all right, and you start to go, hey, is this okay? How do you guys, uh, before I answer it, I want to know, how do you guys yeah. handle yeah, that yeah. particular um, assessment in your own life? In my own life, I'm looking at where does it take my thoughts. Yeah. So if I'm walking away from watching a movie or listening to pop music, you know, whatever the song is, what am I thinking about when I leave that time? And if my thoughts are lingering in a sinful area, hey, that's a warning. Probably shouldn't watch it again. Probably shouldn't listen again. Probably should pay more attention the next time to what content I'm feeding myself. Yeah. I think in the last two weeks, really at the beginning of this whole corona season, uh, I was uh, intaking all forms of communication. I was intaking way more Instagram, way more news, way more, way more, way more medical reports. Mm -hmm. and, and I just recognized a looseness in thought. None of those necessarily were wrong Bad. per se, but I could, as Emma just said, hey, my thinking is becoming more loose. I'm, I'm becoming less... Um, aware of that snake, as you just said. I'm not mm -hmm. thinking it to be dangerous. And I just recognize, hey, I'm more prone to lust. I'm more prone to laziness in my lifestyle. What it's producing in me is not beneficial. And so I recognize that, hey, right now, Instagram, TikTok, they don't even know why I downloaded that. I deleted that. And, um, and uh, uh, just honestly, the amount of frequency in which I was taking in things uh, decreased in the, in the amount of, of Bible that I was intaking increased. And, um, and I'd say it changed. Go yeah. ahead. So I, let me just do this. Um, let me just read some scripture. Yeah. It, it's it, this Psalm 101 is one of my favorite Psalms in the Bible. Okay. And it deals with um, how I believe we can think about issues like we're talking about. Okay. And specifically when I've got somebody who is uh, struggling with, uh, well, just the thought life. Mm -hmm. All right. Again, again, we'll just go back through and just say, confess to others, pray, which means talk to God. And most of all, listen to God and then pursue. Okay. Pursue righteousness. Yeah. Don't just flee immorality That's and cool. then remove. So this is what Psalm 101 says. I call Psalm 101, the Psalm of Kings. And meaning this is how you can lead others. And you can't lead others unless you lead yourself. So it starts with basically Philippians 4, 8, whatever is true, right? Uh, lovely and pure and right. Let your mind dwell in these things. And so what is the most lovely thing in the world? It's the very person of God. So it mm -hmm. says, I will sing of loving kindness and justice. To you, O Lord, I will sing praises. What, one of the reasons that we are always um, prone to, to move towards things that are destructive to us is because we buy the lie that God isn't good. He's not mm -hmm. beautiful, yeah. right? That he's not um, gonna supply all our needs according to his riches and glory. And I just wanna say to you, you're not alone. That temptation is common to man. Mm. Jesus, when he was here, was tempted to believe the Father wasn't all he needed. Temptation isn't sin. What you do with that temptation is sin. Is sin. It's going to lead to you. Could uh, be. Yeah, it could be if you don't. If you let it give birth to lust, which gives birth to death. When you start to want something other than God, it's always going to lead to trouble. So, verse two, 
I will give heed to the blameless way. That's just a commitment, all right? That's a prayer, but it's a statement of this is what I'm going to do. And you gotta ask yourself, when you're binge watching something, okay, is it blameless? Hmm. Or if Jesus was there with you, you know, would you keep clicking through the Tiger King? Yeah. All right? I just, I mean, just ask yourself that. I mean, yeah. I don't want to make you feel guilty. I just want to point you towards God. So mm-hmm. ask yourself, is this blameless? Would, yeah. I, would I close my screen if my wife, my future wife, the gal that I want to date, or the guy that I want to date, walked in the room? Mm-hmm. Is somebody I was discipling, if they walked in the room, is this blameless? I will give heed to the blameless way. Because the next line says, when will you come to me? Which is just that basic idea of like, God, I'm ready. If the rapture, I always think about myself, if the rapture happened right now, mm-hmm. in this moment of fleshly surrender, is that the way I want to move into the presence of my king? Mm-hmm. Okay? And so just remind yourself, he's coming. There's nothing else that needs to happen for Christ to come back. And so watch this. I will walk within my house in the integrity of my heart. Which means where no one else can see me, you know, who you are when you're alone is alone who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? And by the way, you're going to find this eight different times in this psalm where it says, I will, I will, I will. And then it's going to go, watch this, in my house where I'm going to walk with integrity late at night when I got my AirPods in and I'm looking at my phone and nobody knows it. What's going on? I will set no worthless thing before my eyes. All right? I hate the work of Pornhub. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not fasten its grip on me. Mm. A A perverse heart, verse four, shall depart from me. And then it's going to go on and say this. I want to be, now it's going to go on from my own personal commitments and declarations to what kind of playmates am I going to have? All right, Psalm 101, man, I'm just telling you. It's good. It's beautiful. All right, so this is now verse 5. Whoeverly secretly slanders his neighbor, people say, oh, look at that guy. He's all trying to be super spiritual. He says, him I will destroy. Now, I don't recommend you go destroy him and kill him, but you ought to destroy them being a primary... advocate uh, for how you think. I, I wouldn't make it your fellowship, okay? No one has a haughty look and an arrogant heart will I endure. Haughty looks are people that go, oh, come on, man. You guys are taking yourself too seriously. They're the kind of people that, that need to watch the real truth real quick that say, you know, if pornography doesn't hurt anyone, why is it a problem, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. They need to know it does hurt somebody. And so if you've got an arrogant heart that says, I don't believe that God's word is significant and true, I'm not going to go there, Okay. all right? Right, got to so keep moving real quick. You want to go to the, I'm, we're gonna, yeah. you're going to jump out of the psalm? Yeah, gonna, we got to jump out of the psalm. <laughs> Good I, know, night. I know it's awesome. I know oh it's awesome. Oh my gosh. We got four Emma. minutes. We got four minutes. <laughs> Demerit to Emma. No, I'm going to finish Psalm 101. Here we go. Watch this. Let's go finish. My eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land. All right, that's your playmates. All right, that they may dwell with me. All right, so I just, just very quick. He who walks in a blameless way, that's the one that will minister to me. There's mm-hmm. some real truth for you. Yeah. And we're going to close it. He who practices deceit. In other words, who lies to himself about what's life-giving and true. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. He who speaks falsehood, who doesn't make my mind meditate on things that are good. They're not going to maintain their position before me. And then verse 8. Every morning, I'm going to destroy all the wicked of my land. I'm putting my, everything that's, that's going to be a problem to me, I'm going to remove it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cut off from the city of this king all who do iniquity. And if you're not willing to do that, then don't tell me that you really want to see um, your own life not be a slave to something. Okay? So thank you for letting me finish that. You're so right. welcome. I will, I will, I will, I will. I will finish Psalm 101. <laughs> and more than that, I will apply it to my heart. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then tom- or tomorrow, the question will cover, since we're out of time, 
which I think this is good. It'll give us more time for it tomorrow, yeah. is what does it look like to lead our children faithfully uh-huh. in quarantine? So that could be in regards to school, in regards to screen time. We're talking parents and kids at home tomorrow. Okay, so you want to pitch tomorrow to parents and kids. How, yep. how should I relate to uh, my kids who want to look at the screen? And I'll just say this. Some of you guys don't have kids. It's going to be incredibly relevant still. Mm-hmm. How should I lead my friends, okay, yeah. who, um, who maybe are not uh, removing the things that they should. How mm. can I be a faithful friend that the Psalm 101 king would want around them? Mm. All right? Anything we want to loop back on and touch and just to kind of close up any loose ideas that are out there? Man, we gave him a ton of stuff today to think about. You know, I didn't, I didn't get, remember exactly the Spurgeon quote, but I just want to, uh, I, I think it goes something like this, like, far be it from me that I should love the things that nailed my Savior to a cross. I'm mm-hmm. sure he said it much more eloquently than that, but that's really what we're talking about. Who is your king? And if he died for those things, why do you want to continue to invite them into your life? It's mm. for freedom's sake that you've been set free, all right? And, and really just good. keep pursuing the things which your loving king says will give to life. You know, Graham, which you quoted in Galatians 5 mm-hmm. earlier, yeah. right? If you sow to your flesh, you're going to reap destruction, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and Peter says it this way, another disciple of Jesus that you want to abstain from fleshly lusts. Watch, which wage war against your soul. Here's the problem with your little porn play habit. All right? It's just like eight-week-old Calypso. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's entertaining. But what's not fun about it is it's going to destroy you yeah. if you keep playing with it. So flee and pursue. There we go. Perfect way to end it. Yep. Awesome. Hey, check us out tomorrow noon at another episode of Real, Tri- Real Truth Real Quick Live. Where Thanks Emma again. cuts me off again and there doesn't let go. me finish the Bible. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So just to be clear, Emma won't be here tomorrow, and it's not because she <laughs> not tried because to get I was me out fired. of sight. Executive decision <laughs> made right here. But no, no. Fired on the We spot. love Emma, Live. and Emma loves the Word of God. Oh my I gosh. do. I really do. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>